Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode one. This week, we're going to touch on all the latest news. We've then got a special envelope from our good friend, Steve Reddy, and we're going to announce the winner of our Count Frank's Marvel Legends <laughs> collection. Uh, joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Whoa, whoa. And Darren. Hello, one and all. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump into the news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So, what have you got for me? He's got a new hat. All right, so first up, we have the action figure adventure outcome. So this is obviously Rob and Jay's little project. And uh, so they went ahead and ranked, prior to this auction, they went and ranked uh, financially what the uh, 10 items were going to go for. So they had this idea in mind, and uh, Rob came onto our show a few episodes ago and announced them, and we mm. uh, sort of uh, all, all universally agreed, yep, that's probably what they uh, would go for. Now, there was one slight thing in the auction where uh, they found out that the Cobra Commander was unfit for sale, so they um, substituted that for a classics uh, Castle Grayskull mm. uh, from the uh, Master Universe uh, Matty Collector time. So that was a beautiful uh, pivot. I think so, yep. uh, and that sort of fitted in with the uh, the ranking for the what potentially the Cobra Commander would have gone for. So, sales in US dollars ranked low to high. Sold via eBay. The sale has ended. It ended on the thir- Thursday, the thirteenth of August. Uh, but before I go into this, did anyone have a chance to tune into the live action event and you know talk about uh, the special guests and things that they had on the live broadcast? They had uh, Justice Curry mm-hmm. and Motu Joe. Uh, did anyone um, get a chance to uh, join in? And yeah, I actually it turned out to be a day I was uh, I work uh, from home uh, one day a fortnight and just happened to be on that day, so I just had it on my phone off to the side as I was doing stuff. And yeah, it was great. It was uh, Mosu Joe and Justice Curry, and they had a, a, a an actual TV presenter of sorts who's obviously had experience doing that sort of stuff. And it was great to hear they were sort of largely speaking to him and educating him about oh this is you know what it is. He, he had a fair bit of knowledge in fairness, this guy, but it was great because with everything on eBay they were literally you know okay it's the last minute guys get those bids in rah, rah. and then I think I think it might have been the Castle Grayskull that Motu Joe himself bid on in the nice. last 30 seconds yeah. he's on his phone and Justice is like oh, what are you doing Do- oh my god he's actually bidding and then you see you go ding like yeah. new high bidder like um, and it was really great to see some of those pieces where 
Um, yeah, a lot of them sort of stayed the same in that last minute, but there was a number of them, the Skeletor in particular, that nearly doubled in value oh, in, the, wow. in the last 60 seconds. So it was, oh, it's gone again, it's gone again, oh, and these guys just lost their mind. So it was really great to see, um, I think, as part of the... They had a, like a little um, intro piece for each item. There was like a something that obviously Rob and the gang have put together professionally, you know, done. Here's the history of this toy in 1982, Mattel, you know, Skeletor, blah, blah, blah. So that was really cool to see. Um, yeah, it was it was really slick, really slick and professionally well, that's done. That's what, what you'd expect, expect from Rob. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the middle of the workday here in Australia. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's why the others, yes. uh, we couldn't uh, tune in. So, um, originally ranked number, sorry, number 10, coming in at number 10, originally ranked number six as per Robin Jay's uh, chart, Kenner 1985 Yak Face. It was loose without accessory. It had 28 bids and it sold for $310. So, that was interesting to see. Number nine, Originally tank ranked number 10, so they got that one pretty right. Uh, Mattel, 1984, Princess of Power, She-Ra, mint on card, 40 bids, and was sold to Darren for $330. Well done. Is that right, Darren? Is that right? You, no. Uh, no? Oh. no? I didn't get it, unfortunately. No, no. And, and just for listeners... I was not right at the right time. I did bid, but yeah. Yeah, and this is all in US dollars, so yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, coming in at number eight, originally ranked uh, number nine, so they got this one right as well. Hasbro 1984 G1 Megatron, complete in original box. It had 31 bids and sold for $410. Nice. All right. Mm. Now, this one's a kicker. Number seven. Originally ranked number two, Ooh, so that this one wow. was way off. Yep. Kenan at 1978, Star Wars Sears Cantina uh, Adventure Set, loose and complete with blue snaggle tooth, 37 bids. It sold for $434. That's so interesting, isn't it? Star yeah. Wars is a bit of a dip at the moment yeah. with that last movie. Well, I don't know. And this one was apparently immaculate, uh, yeah. it wasn't. wasn't Mint in box or sealed, but um, apparently... But it has like yeah. the little pegs to put the figures yeah. on and they typically break off because it is just like a cardboard sort of like yep. setup yeah. and with the blue snaggle tooth. Yeah. So, yeah. No, interesting. But that that's the way that some things go. Yep. Yep. Uh, number six, originally ranked number seven, so they got this one right as well. Kenner 1986, real Ghostbusters Ecto-1 vehicle. Box has never been opened. 51 bids. And I can't help but feel... This was 51 bids off the back of um, Answer the Call, you know, with the that hype, the yeah. hype that, that's going on. Uh, sold for $514. So that's yeah. that's a lot of money for but a... That, uh, I mean, the premier... I mean, Real Ghostbusters line is a fantastic line. Kenner line. If you're going to get one vehicle from this line, this is the this vehicle. Is the yeah. And you yep. want it mint in box because of the, the yellow yellowing of this, yep. this vehicle. Yep. So yep. well done. I think that person did very well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, number five, originally ranked number eight, so climbed a few pegs. Hasbro 1984 G1 Optimus Prime, complete with original box, 49 bids. Jeez. Sold for $590. So mm. yep. it's pretty large. Number four, originally ranked number four. Yeah. <laughs> Mattel 2013 Masters of the Classics Castle Grey Skull, complete with box, 48 bids, sold for an even $600. Nice. Yep. Yep. All right. Number three, originally ranked number three. <laughs> Hasbro 1985 G.I. Joe USS Flag, the pinnacle of the line. 
aircraft carrier playset, 83% complete with original box, 27 bids, sold for $675.50. I think the guys are saying that even just an empty box alone would set you back like 150 bucks. Easy, yep. yeah. So yeah. when you look at it that way, that's a bit of a bargain, really. Mm. You're getting a box and a largely complete you know, carry it. The kicker there is probably the shipping. Yep. You're going to probably pay that for shipping, that yeah. large box yep. that's yep. the size of a kitchen table. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And the poor bastards that have to uh, pack it, you know, all those, yeah. <laughs> um, number two, and this was originally ranked number five. So this this is, you, you know, a sleeper sort of thing and this, uh, you know, shot up through the ranks. Mattel 1982 <laughs> Master Universe 12 back Skeletor mint on card, only 23 bids, but they're all big bids. Yep. Sold for $756.50. Masters of the Universe with the, you know, the new cartoons and the new movie and, you know, whatever, if it ever comes out. Origins line. Origins line. I mean, you know, you can sort of see a pattern here that anything that's, you know, in media at the moment yep. is, you know, doing really well. So, um, yeah, well done to uh, the good old Masters line. That was that one that, as I said, you know, shot up really. That was sitting around about the, the high 400s yep. with right. like two minutes ago. Yeah. And then there was a bit of a bidding war between two yep. people going, yep. uh, 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 and yep. just shot up miraculously. So, Darren, you didn't find, you didn't get she but did you get Skeletor? Yeah, surely no, that was I you. Didn't. No, oh. I didn't. Yeah. I did bid on it, but I wasn't online. You only, you only bid $756. You needed to <laughs> throw in that extra 50 cents and you would have won, mate. All right. Uh, originally ranked number one, and of course it came in at number one, the HasLab 2019 Jabba's Sail Barge playset, still factory sealed, 67 bids, sold for $1,403. Ooh. So. Yep crazy yep. so very awesome they obviously banked a lot of coin to go through straight through to the um the children's uh foundation yep. and all for charity all those profits and uh yeah massive you know cl- yeah, round well of applause done, well done they you know put a lot of uh, hard work behind that plugging the sociables and um getting the hype and you know Absolutely. i just now i just cannot wait for the documentary yeah, to yeah exactly well, that, that was basically be... the the capstone where they yeah. filmed jay you know watching the the, the bidding and the, the reactions the come and, in the yeah. reactions and stuff so put a nice little full stop on the end of that yep. and uh, get yep. it out to us because we're yeah. keen to watch yeah now well done guys uh, absolute um, mammoth task to take on and you did it super yeah fantastic speaking of a mammoth task darren you've got to go through these powercon reveals which from the sounds of it you've kind of already done for our patreons is that right not not in this level of detail uh, <laughs> but i have um i have tried to keep a lid on my excitement um as much as I could with the patrons, there's lots to get through. So PowerCon have um, had a set of reveals, as Frank mentioned, and we're starting off with the Imagine X stuff, um, which is a great way to introduce the next generation of potential Masters of the Universe fans to Masters of the Universe. So in that, there is a 10-inch He-Man and a 10-inch Skeletor coming out in the Imagine X line, much like the XL batman and excel superman they did yep. um some time ago mm. um in the imagine x line that sort of thing to to test the waters and as, as i said what a great way to to bring a potential new generation of fans into the um into the world of of masters uh so next up we have the minis which is a small uh, which are the small two inch figures um, some of these now come with vehicles. There's a He-Man and Road Ripper pack and a Skeletor and Roton. Nice. Other, mm. Sorry, 
Um, other characters spotted include Quaffle, Teela, and Zodak, and two special online four packs: one in Castle Grayscale theme packaging, the other in Snake Mountain Deco. Um, so, and there were teasers for future waves, which include a slime pit themed wave and a uh, for wave three and a wave four anti Eternia. Hmm. Yeah, these are these. Now this is a line that's actually been around a little while. Is yeah, Maddie right? Collector first did the minis, yeah. and then I think Came it in got two packs. little yep. two packs. Uh, Maddie Collector website got to uh, an elusive Shearer and Horde oh. Troopers set, which never got officially right. released, but I think wound up on eBay. Uh, Made might have been produced out of China and sort of leaked, but they were they were essentially sort of repacking those. I believe in these little. Castle Grayscale blind box Correct. packs, yeah. almost, boxes, so yeah. you open them up. But cool to know they're going into to vehicles, which is which is really nice. And I it think is. like like I feel like we haven't had a Teeler, but we've had Clawful, we've had Zodak, we've had a few. We haven't, of them had, we haven't had a Teeler. We never got a no. That's right. right. That's my okay. memory. We never had a Teeler, so that's a new one, which is which is pretty cool. But a lot of the others are re-releases Redos. of those ones we got under okay. the Maddie Collector. Yep. Sure. And Mega Constructs are re-releasing the popular Castle Grayskull set. Is it yeah. popular though? Like, I mean, well, I, don't, I don't need to be hard, rude, hard but to get from what I okay. understand, like yeah. people, yeah. it seems pro- to be sought after. Okay. Oh, well, if there's a market there, to re, re, re-release it rather yep. than not go near it. Okay. Mm. All right. Maybe I'm a being a bit bitter because we never got a release over here of any kind. I, yeah, I, I feel it. You have good cause to feel bitter. Yeah, hopefully there'll be enough to go around, and they will consider releasing it here. Well, hopefully with a re-release, it's a bit more wider spread. Like, mm. yeah. Now onto Origins news. We have some major stuff coming out of Origins. We have Merman, Stratos, Roboto, and Ninja for the the basic wave assortment, and we have Deluxe. A deluxe assortment coming as well, which will feature Battle Armor He-Man and Battle Armor Skeletor with functioning armor, something that we've not seen since the the vintage line in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. The armor will actually actually rotate. We also have a Ram Man and Clamp Champ in that deluxe assortment. Now these figures appear to be um, coming in at 1995 US as opposed to the 1495 for the basics, so a little bit more, but look really really cool. Um, and now we get into some in- interesting news. Um, and by interesting, I mean a topic we've talked about a lot before. We, we're looking at exclusives for Origins now. There is a uh, Rise of Evil two-pack, which includes Keldor and Cronus, which will be a Target exclusive. And in addition to the standard pamphlet, which will see a widespread release, there's a... F- um, a flopped version of Panfall that will be exclusive to Walmart. Apparently, and I think our good friend John Caulfield said this, the box itself is also said to be flopped. <laughs> yes, Mattel did actually <laughs> what? say that. Yeah, Trent's looking very confused. No, that apparently... Yeah, look, I was confused too. They actually said that at the um, PowerCon <laughs> panel because I actually watched the panel um, live that day and, yeah, they did actually say that. Wow. So you, you can still, you know, patch your panther oh from within the box. You still get that furry feel without <laughs> having to open it up. There you go. Flock boxing. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something new. That's, that's, yeah. that's something even the pop vinyls haven't done. Yet. No, like, that's right. I, I don't quite know how to feel about this. I know. Well, that just, was my just, reaction just, a little just, bit. Just feel the box then, uh, Trent. Like. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. Well, that's maybe how I should feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice flocking sensation upon my fingertips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, like, I love my boxes, but this, it seems 
strange. It seems a yeah, yeah. Seems <laughs> step too far. <laughs> there is more Origins news. Uh, we're also getting a land shark vehicle. I, I love the look it of that land shark. Cool, it? it looks yeah, very so vintage. Yeah, so good, mm. so good. And um, also, uh, on the back of um, the Origins box art um, that we've seen, we also got a sneak peek of a 2021 um, Origins Zodak and Shira release. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, teasers. Um, very impressive news there. Now, on the also on the Origins, the fan choice winner for the voting that we all talked about before. Um, the mini comic colors Triclops one. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned. That no, wasn't. <laughs> I, I heard. I heard he won because everyone wants to swap out their vintage uh, figures to with this new armor because it's new armor they don't have, so to speak. Oh, so you could take the armor uh, off of it and put it on. Well, a... I, that's that's the speculation. Of course, oh, you know, okay. as soon as something goes the way that people don't want, they start speculating as to why. As yeah, to, yeah, why. to why, and that was the yeah. that was the highest trending okay. reason. So. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Why don't, yeah. I mean, in the context that we're getting that Kildor and Cronus two-pack, mm. takes a bit of the sting off Kildor not winning it for me. That Kildor was kind of out of the new DC comics. It was, yeah. More yes. the look, whereas I probably, if I could pick one Kildor, would go for this. The classic looking. Yeah, that yeah. classic looking one. So, I mean, I, I temper it with that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. Now, we have some um, news that no one really saw coming. A new 7-inch... Masters Masters verse line um, is coming. It will um, be thirty points of articulation. Initially, eight core characters, starting with uh, Revelations designs, but will expand into all parts of the Masters universe lore. Mattel were very secretive when they announced this. Again, I saw the panel, um, you know, actually live as it was unfolding. Funnily enough, um, and. They, they were very secretive. They were asked about whether there be any interchangeability with the heads on the classics figures, you know, how how they might sort of display alongside it. They're very secretive. Um, all they really said in, in relation to to classics was, um, was the effect of um, doors are open, lips are sealed. So yeah, right. they really don't want to tell anyone anything more than what they've told us, which is not much. They've shown us some, some box art. We can see... Looking at that, there is a moss man there, and we see some shadowy images um, of of who some of these characters are. But I'm rather excited, given that Elena is a character in in the Revelations uh, cartoon, yep. and that um, uh, Lieutenant Andrea um, Andrea is as well. Um, that we might see them in plastic form for the first time, and they're both characters that have vintage roots. You know, Elena from the from the filmation cartoon and and um, Andrana from the Star, you know, Marvel comics from the eighties. So very interesting to sort of see where this might take us. And then, you know, if it's going beyond um, Master Universe Revelations, where else might might it take us? But um, interested to hear what people think. You know, thirty points of articulation. That sounds a lot more articulated than classics. Well, how, what's yeah. the average count for a classics figures? I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, I mean, it'd be interesting. Then you get into a thing about how the articulation is counted, yeah, right? A yeah. Marvel Legends gets two for each leg because of the knee, 
right? The knee is double, double jointed, jointed yeah. right? So whereas yeah. your, your classics tend to not be. Look, for me, this is this is the highlight of PowerCon, right? Because this is, as you said, not 100% expected. We kind of figured we were getting something new to go along with Kevin Smith's cartoon and, and this this mythical other cartoon that's going to come along. This is this is them stepping up to the, the Hasbro Marvel Legends plate, essentially, yeah. Yeah. just going, all right, we, we see you, let's let's do something in that. And what I liked is the, the little shadows you saw, all different body shapes. Now, Masters is famous for taking that very same buck and, and sort of, you know, dolling it up to look different. There was big characters that people were speculating were like Clawful or Whiplash or these sorts of characters, and then some very slim, you know, most probably so, the, the female characters, for example. Very 2000X body, yes. Yeah, and, and I didn't I didn't mind that. Um, I mean, it's all just shadowy images at this point. You're sort of guessing as to who it is, but um, yeah, excited. And if it's just initially, from what I understand, it's just going to be those revelations characters but then they've gone hey we you want to do new adventures let's do that you want to you know do another so to me this is it's classics 2.0 right because they've they've left it open-ended deliberately yeah Mm. absolutely and they've said it same squarely at the dot collectors it's it's going to be that that higher price point um but you know in in a world where they no longer have um the dc license and as frank said you know you've got marvel legends and hasbro in the star wars and gi joe space for that it makes sense that that mattel would try and look at placing something like masters in that that section so very very impressed um with PowerCon. some very interesting news regarding the dark horse publications that we have um obviously we've got the um supplemental um supplementary character guide volume one of that coming um but the toy guide is fascinating has been revealed that the NECA sections will feature in that. Right. Um, as well as the could, next section. Yep. Finally. And that the Super 7 vintage film, uh, well, vintage collection, which would include the filmation and the Powers of Grayskull stuff, uh, will also be included, which I wondered whether they would be, but mm. they are. So mm. I'm pretty That's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm very it. happy about that. Yeah. I've got mine pre-ordered. I can't wait. <laughs> so have I. So I can't wait. I'll be bring it on. Bring it on. Darren always sleeps for three days as he pours through that book. <laughs> Once he gets that tracking cover. tracking notice, he'll yeah. be standing out the front of the letterbox yeah. for a week. I'll be screaming. <laughs> waiting for his pallet arrival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of something else we can't wait for, this is something that has been speculated and, and hoped for for the longest time. We finally have confirmation that an April O'Neil NECA figure based on her likeness in the movie is actually a thing. This was announced by none other than Judith Hoke herself, the original and the best April, let's hmm. be honest. She actually did a thing where she took over... Uh, Necker's Instagram for the day and then she had a bit of a chat with Randy sort of online and sort of announced it there but the other cool thing about this is that she's actually partnering with Necker to document the entire process from you know conception to as far as the drawings and obviously you know reference material and then how it gets you know to the actual plastic figure and she's going to document this whole thing all going to be up on YouTube so it's a free web series if you will that you can watch on her YouTube channel Judith Hogue uh, Goddess on Fire if you 
you, you want mean to... she's going to be reporting on it? Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's I hadn't thought of it that way. And look, having seen... Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, having seen some of the stuff she's done, she's she's not your typical celebrity. She's just super chilled. She was there because it's obviously hot in America at the moment. She's having a beer going, God, it's hot over here. I'm just going to finish my beer. Pardon me, guys. And you're just like, wow. <laughs> chug, chug, yeah, chug, pretty chug, much. Chug, right? chug. Like, absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, still with Necker News, uh, we've seen a bit of a teaser that they're doing new heads for what I assume are the seven-inch uh, movie turtles. These are uh, basically, it looks like a, almost an expressions pack, if you want to call it that. There's uh, Raphael gets a bit of a like a sly grin on his face. I always think of that scene where he's holding the sigh almost in his mouth, I think, when he's being introduced to April. Uh, you get some more open mouth expressions. No articulation on these, obviously, because of the nature of them. Mikey's got a bit of a somber look as opposed to the default smiling head he comes with. So... Yeah, interesting to see what they do and if they go to the quarter scales with this sort of stuff as well. And that could that opens the uh, option to do different bandana styles as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So no announcements as far as what they are and you know how we get our hands on them. Um, also, um, which has probably happened by the time you guys hear this, but uh, Necker have made Metalhead and the Casey Jones uh, hockey mask available for pre-order. Actually, it was from the 14th of August to the 23rd, which I think is today as we're recording. So, um, but yeah, they seem to be doing more and more of this buy direct from Necker, buy direct from Necker, um, which then, funnily enough, leads us into something that has been the burning Necker question here in Australia for the the last few days. Super Super Shredder. Yeah. Can we just talk Super Shredder yeah. for a second? We, I think we have to. Please, yeah. Yeah. please bring it on. So I'll, I'll kick us off. So Super Shredder was going live, let's say, last Friday or something, right? So everyone's excited. We all had it in our calendars and things. And then, lo and behold, pop culture, I call them icon collectibles, call them what you will, the uh, the hub of Australian collectible scene mm. that get all the collectibles uh, for all the other stores and things. Uh on Thursday, so the day before the fr- the Friday sale on ne- a Necker store, um, Super Shredder uh, goes up for pre-order yeah. right, on uh, through Pop Culture. So y- that lasted a whole second on social before it was um, sold. Anna- no, no, no uh, announced on social media. Mm. It was announced on social media. So every man and his dog who's a turtle fanatic went and ordered it on Pop Culture, right? Yep, and. Of course, it's not um, you know restricted to Australia, so a lot of uh, overseas people ordered as well from mm. pop culture, right? So that went that went and did what it did, right? Then came then um, you know tw- 13, 14, 16 hours later, NeckerStore.com uh, or Store Necker, whatever it is, you know, did their sale for the official um, Super Shredder. And it sold out apparently in less than a minute, right? It, it didn't. It, did. it, it didn't last very long at all. A lot of angry customers, and I thought, you know what? I don't care because I've already ordered it. I've already ordered it. I didn't have to set Secured my alarm it. or anything. Yep. I felt good, Done. you know. Done. Done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. Seven days go by, or six days, or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden, someone pipes up on wherever the channel. There's no confirmation that pop culture are getting these, mm. uh, you know, super shredders, and there's no confirmation that icon collectibles can secure. So then people start shooting messages uh, around the place. People um, create these stories and things. So I thought, no, I'm going to bypass all these stories. I'm going straight to Necker, message them. Mm. Went to bed that night really angry. Uh, woke up the next day 
a reply from NECA. We we never officially said we would sell to Icon Collectibles, aka Pop Culture. Mm. We never signed that deal. Uh, there's no distribution channels, you know, locked in stone for this. We're sorry for this, um, you know, issue. Come back on Friday. We'll send you a, a message on Friday when we have another sale, right? Yep. So a lot of angry people yeah. are on the social, especially in around Australia. I've missed out, you know, blah, blah, blah. So here it is. Today is Friday in the US that we were recording and uh, jump online and I was able to order Super Shredder and I, you know, went around and Darren, you um, set around the socials as well. Quick, get online, order your Super Shredder and there's also Casey and Raph from Movie and Mm -hmm. things like that, a couple of other things. Metalhead as well. I think Metalhead was the first one to sell out. And But the, the, the thing that annoys me through all this, right, I understand pop culture, icon collectibles, call them what you will, uh, have a um, you know understanding that they can get these things right. So, but they they got cocky and they jumped the gun before they secured the deal, right? Do you think well, it was that though? I, I'm not convinced. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, I'm not convinced okay, that's what happened because there was well, there was a couple of posts where they lined up Necker's response next to pop culture or icons yep. response, and and so the Necker line is no, we never made this available for you to sell. The pop culture line is, well, you did. These yeah. were solicited to us and we were just following the instructions. I, now, yeah. they, had an, they had an order code, didn't they? That, yeah. When it was up for sale. I mean, for them to know the specifics of the code. Right. Uh, now, on balance, I'm going to I'm gonna speculate. This is only speculation yeah, and sure. it may be of little value. But I think pop culture did have authorization to go ahead. I think what pop culture breached and i think they did breach the terms and this might be where we get into semantics about did you have approval did you not they wouldn't have been in my opinion allowed to sell to any market outside of australia well that and uh, or that predating been... or predating the official Correct. The sale. so they either, they either jumped the gun mm. and and I, and I think they also jumped with their with their sale to international because the, the if you think about what necker is doing they're being very particular with their markets mm. they're saying in in us we've got target exclusives therefore we can't even sell some of this stuff to us residents through the necker store but we can sell it to international residents so like the um that what, magical, the april two pack the, the april two pack or the the out of the ooze out of the shadows uh, yep. musical, musical tour, tour yeah. right they, they had different deals so I think in the pop culture arrangement, they're not allowed to sell in the US market. That's my, my my view on that the way that contract works. And I think to Ben's point, they also jumped the gun. Now, it, it sold out inevitably in, in the US one anyway. So maybe no mischief, but, but I, I think NECA wants to direct these things. Now, because if they can sell direct to the customer... They don't need pop they, culture. They, they don't necessarily mm-hmm. need them. But it make, yeah. makes me wonder on... Who's going back yeah. on what deal at yeah. what time? I sort of so- couldn't help but wonder to see if it was a case of, because of the success of the Toker and Razor, the way that sold direct from NECA, and, but obviously the Super Shredder had already been announced and locked in as a Target exclusive. I feel, and again, speculation, I feel like someone at NECA just put it in the system as it was originally intended but what they meant to do was actually no, we're going to do it the way we did Tycoon Razor because that yep. everyone was really yep. happy with that, and so what that led to is Icon getting the confirmation as they normally would. I mean, it wasn't just Icon; that's the thing. It was, yeah, it was, it was every other store. There's no way that every other store jumped the gun. They would no. have had to get something from Necker to Correct. say, but, but you are getting the problem these is figures. the problem is I, I'd say 
85% of those other stores pull from net, from Icon Collectibles. True. Yep. yep. Right? So, so it may it, have been a flow-on yep. effect. Yep. Yeah. So there might have okay. been that 15% yep. that get it from Singapore or get it yeah. direct from NECA or get it from wherever that can pull out elsewhere. But I reckon uh, yeah. that 85% of the Australian plate sites get it from Icon. Now, I just want to go back to Icon as well and voice my uh, disappointment, mm. right, yep. at the fact they never reached out to me and said, sorry, we're having complications with this. Sorry, here's your refund. Everyone on the the uh, social media was saying they had to contact Them. Pop Culture yep. to get anything back. Now, I've, I, I've been flat out of work recently. I've been doing a, some different tasks at work, so I haven't been able to jump on the phone during a lunch break or whatever. Um, but I uh, got onto um, email and I sent them an email today. I have yet to receive a response because mm. they did speculate that their help desk hours are Monday to Friday, so today's Saturday. But I'm just disappointed 12 or so days after I've placed the order and uh, five days after the, you know, the kerfuffle that, hey, we're probably not going to get this item at icon collectibles pop culture they haven't even reached out you know they can automatically send me a uh, proof of purchase or whatever when i place an order but they can't send me a concerning email back to say we're having problems well, with no, this, no company yeah. wants to rush uh, a refund yes yeah, they're true. not going to be fast on that and they're not going to be fast on sending you bad news of course they want to send you good mm. news that's mm. yeah i also speculate that they're just hammered by this they, they would have yeah. the, the orders would have been through the roof and then yep. there's all the secondary companies as you said source it from icon they're getting hammered from all angles and they just haven't had yeah, the ability I, to respond to i think people. that's what it is in this case but yeah. it is disappointing that you as the consumer have to follow up yep. your refund when you know there's no way they're going they're to be able to fulfill it. that order. Yep. That's disappointing. It should be a bulk, and maybe it takes another week, but it should be a bulk cancellation refund. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. we, we might move on to the... And this is one of those things. We always get a lot of love from the Mezco uh, 112 Collective, and... Everyone who's a Masters of the Universe fan would know that a lot of the inspiration of Masters came from the work of Frank Frazetta, and we are getting the Death Dealer collective figure. Now, this guy, I mean, if you know the work of Frank Frazetta, you you have to buy this. But just as a like a, a wicked-looking medieval sort of um, Dark Lord kind of figure, he just looks so awesome. Um, comes with... And, and, like, it's not just a severed kind of orc head, but there's also like one melting into a pile of blood. So you get like the one he can hold in his hand and then the one on the ground. He's got like removable cape, axe, alternate head, knives, swords, scimitars, alternate hands, belts, and even like the stand has the artwork from the Frazetta painting in that beautiful, realistic style. Um, haven't got the price here, but these these generally retail upward of $100 US. I wouldn't be surprised if this one's sitting I, around. I think this one's a Mezco exclusive as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so then you add another 30, 40 bucks to it. Mm. Um, but super cool. Um, in my opinion, this is the number two iconic one. Number one Death Dealer iconic one is when he's on the horse. Okay. Uh, and you know riding he, Yeah, yep. riding the yeah, horse. Yeah. And obviously they'll see they'll test the market to see how well this that uh, this one yep. does. Uh, because this one's him, you know, battle axe in hand ready to uh, cut someone uh, you know, helpless victim underneath mm. him. But the the more iconic one to me personally is yep. one where he's the sitting horse. on the horse riding and it's just that black oil painting, just m- magnificent. 
sense. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we have some less positive news. Um, DC Direct is um, being shut down by Warner Brothers. DC is undergoing a massive restructure with layoffs all across the company as parent company Warner Brothers slash AT&T began taking a more active role in the marketing of the DC license. In the toy space, DC Direct DC, um, slash DC Collectibles has been officially closed after 22 years. It's very sad news. Yeah, yeah very, tragic, very. Tragic and, and tragic for, for the workers as well as, as for toy collectors and, and people who love the DC um, Direct products. But what a shining light Brian Flynn is yeah. for reaching that? out yeah. on social media yeah, and saying, hey, if you're, you know, reach out to me and I'll see what I can accommodate. I can't promise you yeah. full-time work or anything, but, you know, uh, I might be able to but give you something, you know. Talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, like, I just and, and, think that is yeah, no, beautiful. Yeah. That, yeah, Absolutely a class act. Yep. Well, and there'd be some great people there as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really, really, really top Yeah, so much people. talent because um, there's been so many great products over so many years. Now, we do have some more positive um, news in the DC space. Batfleck returns. Yeah, this the- is this is interesting, <laughs> isn't it? It's gone all, every which way, and now yeah, we're back. It? Yeah. <laughs> Director Andy Machete confirmed in a Variety article that both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton will each return as Bruce Wayne, Batman, in a Flashpoint film due for release on the 3rd of June, 2022, in a very special birthday gift to me. <laughs> Three days yeah. birthday. Yeah, and we're all going, guys. Darren's shouting. Any listener listening, Darren is shouting you to the cinema yeah, pretty in much. Adelaide. We're going to book out the whole Greater Union, um, uh, what's is it, uh, Marion <laughs> Complex. Yep. Not just one cinema, just all... All of them combined. Make sure that social distancing is in effect. And uh, yeah, what a, what a hero, Darren. I've Thanks, been, mate. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Say, I might need the bank accounts of more than more than two Bruce Wayne's. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though, how awesome is that? You know, sounds good. Yeah, no, it... my birthday. Two Batman in the same film, and it's not even a Batman film. Yep. I mean, talk about being treated. We're getting the Batman with Robert Pattinson. We're getting the Snyder cut. We're getting this. Um, it's going to be absolutely awesome. You can buy that with two new Masters cartoons, <laughs> and nobody's ever going to see me again. Yeah. <laughs> this is, My screen time is going to be through the roof. I've seen an excitable Darren before, but this is up there. Yeah, yeah. This is up there Speak. with moments, yeah, right now. This is going to be so awesome. <laughs> His, his pupils are just going to be like fat symbols. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> All right. Let's move on to some news from Super 7. Their reaction line, they've done a bit of Transformers, but now they're going big with Devastator. Um, this is a first for the reaction mm. line. Um, G1 style Devastator. He's... I guess he's bigger. Like he's, he's a he is bigger. Well, he's six he's inches, not... right? These yeah, other it's... ones come in at about the sort of four, yeah. like your Optimus Prime's yeah. about four inches. So he's yeah. probably not technically the scale, but, you know, it's pretty They didn't. Pretty he, well, it's better than a Devastator coming of in course. at the same scale. Of course. Like, yeah. He's he's super uh, cartoon accurate as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I think it's awesome. I love the fact they've kept it on the blister, blister card. Yeah, so exactly. it's going to be a massive blister card hanging on your wall or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. I think this is awesome. It'd be cool if you had the um, Action Masters, you know, mm-hmm. the little yep. uh, G1 yep. versions, and you could put this Devastator finally because you've got a, a Devastator in Action Master form. Finally, you know, after uh, 35 years, you've finally 
only got one that's a bit more better in scale. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he comes in at that six inch size and twenty four bucks USD. Yeah, it does open the door also for all your, you know, your Superions or Menasword will probably be the next one. Predaking. Predaking, <laughs> yep. They might save that one. All right, we are moving on to Marvel Legends now, and this is something that we've seen some of these figures before, but they have now shown off the entire, uh, what we're calling the uh, Venomized wave, I guess it is. Uh, and this is a Builder figure. The Builder figure we hadn't seen, this is Venom Pool, which is essentially... Venom in a Deadpool costume, I yeah. guess, is the best yeah. way to describe it. So, so the big monster Venom. The, the, the execs in the Marvel studio are like, what's cool? Deadpool's cool. Right, what's black? Venom. Oh, let's combine the two and make Venom pull. Like, yeah, just... Yeah, so there's a couple of figures that we've seen before. There was a Venomized versions of Miles Morales and Ghost Spider. Um, we've got a cool Morbius, which is based on sort of the 90s sort of look of Morbius. People were speculating, oh, maybe this is the new Jared Leto movie, but not to be there's a new carnage and phage in there if you care about symbiotes but the big surprise was the tom hardy uh movie accurate venom which is actually a really nicely well done you know regardless what you think of that movie it was big in japan it was big (laughs) this is uh, this figure is actually um is is pretty accurate so the other one which i think we've already seen teased before was the silver centurion version of iron man looking very cool there that's another walgreens exclusive not attached to that wave to the builder figure wave but um yeah so you people are already taking pre-orders and all that fun stuff i will pass because i'm not a symbiote guy to be completely honest i just i don't care it it looks interesting but i think this is just as i said before it's just hitting what's cool at the moment yes. like yeah. you know they're just Flavor of the month. they're just yeah. trying to uh capitalize on the uh the, the coolness factor and 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 half of those venom characters you've already got haven't yep. you they came out and yeah i've got yeah. venom i've got carnage yeah. like, i've got morbius yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, this is for the ladies out there. <laughs> so, Infinity Studios, one to one scale Aquaman. That's right, one to one scale Aquaman. You can literally own Jason Momoa, right? <laughs> and at one to one scale, the bust stands at 38 inches tall. 96 centimetres. Skin is made with real medical grade silicon, right? And uh, I'm sure someone, you know, one of our listeners maybe can attest that, uh, you know, what they make those other dolls out of, those things. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got prosthetic... Oh, going there. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got prosthetic eyes, rooted hair, armour and a trident made with real polystone like limited to 600 pieces because uh not many other people could buy that uh you can own the king of atlantis for the low low price of three thousand dollars usd that's just it's ridiculous uh, you know, but honestly you look uh, at those photos yeah. and you go like the one that's a close-up of him you go oh that's just jason momoa from the movie and then you actually go oh my god this is an actual like a physical 3D rendering. Like, it's it's ridiculous how real that looks. Mm. Well, something else that's real is the muscles on Noah Centino. <laughs> I mean, they, they are. Like, you yep. know, he's, he's bulking he's, up, yep. he's buffing up, and good on him, because that's great. I know he probably had a hard time getting the ladies before, did he? Not really. No, he didn't, did he? <laughs> he's um, a, but he's but what? why is he getting buff? You know, we, all good think, question. we all think it's He-Man. But could it be DC's Atom Smasher? So yeah, we did all see those those photos that made us look like um, Thor from Endgame. Um, <laughs> but showing him, showing off his hard work at the gym. Um, but yeah, what what is he going to be doing? Uh, there is rumor that Atom Smasher will appear in Black 
Adam. Mm. So it was what was interesting is it was the same photo from his Instagram, and the quote was even that he had with it was even ambiguous. He goes, "Oh, do I have to start training again?" And I'm assuming that was a sort of post lockdown type the angle he was yep. coming from basically saying i'm still fit do i need to keep training but That's then that same article or that same sort of post was put in two different articles one that says oh look this is the new he-man right and then other people saying oh no this is the new adam smasher for black adam and like which one is he like i mean i guess he could do both but you know black adam uh, I don't know. I'm looking to see more from the the DC fandom, which is kind of happening right now as we're recording, about confirming some of these projects that have been... There is a secret panel, and it could very well be that that Black Adam is the secret film that... Oh, okay. Well, is it secret? Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's been talking about it for ages. It's just a matter of giving it an actual release date and sticking to it. DC and Warner Brothers haven't announced that they've said it's secret. Right. Um, That will be revealed at at the fandom what it is. They've listed all all the panels, like you're getting your Wonder Woman 84, you're you're the Batman, your um, Snyder Snyder Cut, the Suicide Squad, all that sort of stuff. But there's one that they have not announced. Okay. Mm. You'll have, all right, you we'll have see. to wait to see what it is, basically. But, you know, it's, it could very well be, probably is Black Adam. Cool. Mm. Yeah, all right. We're moving on now. Now, we had um, a, a good friend of ours, actually, um, Steve Reddy. He uh, here is a big part of the SA Toy Collector community, but a bigger part of Steve's portfolio is the president of the Southern Bricks Lug Lego user group here, which now I'm technically a committee member on. As of, well, I don't know if I've been voted in by the board yet, but uh, <laughs> that there'll be an AGM next month to do that. So, um, so catching up with Steve a little bit. But Steve, wait, wait, who caught up with Steve? Yeah, so. Um... A uh, bit of a segue to that. Uh, one of the guys uh, locally um, put up online that he's um, he's uh, selling his collection, and he you know sort of come and come and have a look, like open to uh, you know invitations and things, and um, you know by appointment, come and have a look. So I um, there was a couple. He shot up a few pictures online, and um, me and uh, Scott Mohammed from um, a couple of episodes ago, uh, good mate of ours. Uh, he said you know we we're both interested in a couple of things, and he reached out to me first and said look do you want me to pick up um yada yada while i'm over there and i said look you know i was actually keen on actually heading out there and having a look having a bit of a dig for myself because this guy's got a pretty cool collection i'd like to see it what he's got in person and make some offers and hopefully come home with some good deals so we trekked out there on tuesday night and uh we had a bit of a look we i came home with um you know a good cache of uh awesome toys lots of vintage stuff um and uh unbeknownst to me steve reddy was also you know in that time slot to come and visit to have a look at this uh toy room and um steve had a couple of uh, a little um alien space marine uh figure for me uh stashed away so he gave me that and then um unbeknownst to me he hands me four little um letters uh sort of a you know regular postal letters uh each with our name on them and he and he all he said was fan letters so i don't know what's in them and i said you know what i'm not going to even look at what these are we'll open them up on the show yeah and i'll give them out to the boys and we can find out and have a bit of a excitement on there so um you know thank you Heath. awesome to see you steve it's been yeah. too long so yeah so name. let's uh let's crack it open um, yeah all right so ooh, 
We've got little badge, badges. <laughs> nice. Start with Ben. Okay. Oh, he, this guy knows me, all right? First and foremost, <laughs> this guy knows me. So I've got a Ninja Turtle badge, and it's um, it's cartoon style. It's Bebop and Rocksteady, and then Shredder in, in the middle with the uh, Ninja Turtles Very logo. Cool. So nice. that's freaking yeah. awesome. And if that's not good enough, there's a second badge in there, and it's uh, the first appearance of Shredder in that you know famous crouched down oh, pose yeah, from the yep. comics, from the comics oh, and Mar- uh, Eastman and Lard comics. It is coloured, so um, but it's just amazing, and that it, uh, it's got Very a little wicked. few little speech bubbles around it. But mate, this guy oh, is just look at that. Awesome. These are all custom specific to us. Okay, I've got Casey Jones, of course, as uh, <laughs> as many would know, is one of my favourite, or particularly my favourite toy from Ninja Turtles. But that Mirage anyway. style, from what I can it's, see, it's sort of yeah, it's, it is a bit of that Mirage style, but. It, Definitely looks sort of influenced by the uh, the toy mm. the, and the Eastman led comic. Yeah, well, I've got a badge in mind, and no surprises for guessing what <laughs> is on my badge. It is my boy Leonardo, looking uh, very 2003 based on, but it's it's done in very like comic book art, but it's got the sort of 2003 style with the um, mm, very you know, cool. That's cool. Doesn't yeah. have all the coloured. Uh, other than his bandana, um, yeah, very cool. Uh, thanks, Steve. That's awesome, mate. Who do you think you got? Darren? Yeah. Speculate. Um, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. No, 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 Mikey. <laughs> it was either going to be Batman yeah. or Mikey. Wasn't it? uh, took a start. <laughs> very that cool. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. Thanks, mate. Very, very cool. Yeah, thank you, man. That's just uh, beautiful. Absolutely oh, beautiful. Yes, and tailored. So unexpected, is... and and really appreciate. It. I hope you're listening, Steve. Uh, we we really do appreciate this, and and know that you're a huge Turtles fan yourself. So yes, yeah, and he he the was minis. he you was um minis. so yeah. The other thing was that Steve was just on a high because he collects the little mini figures, yep. like, yeah. just like Mighty Max and uh, Polly Pocket and things that uh, the vintage. Uh, Ninja Turtles line had a line of mini characters, right? So he's, you know, almost devoted his life to collect all of those, right? And he has, yeah, I think know, he's, I remember him talking. I think he is. He said to me on Tuesday night, he's about five shy of having all of them, a representation wow. of all the characters. Might not be all the weapons and things because they are microscopic, yep. but uh, he's almost got all of them, including some seriously, some seriously rare, rare ones, yeah. like Japanese-only stuff. So he was he was doing cartwheels in this tiny little room because he got a little foot soldier, yep. right? Mm. And uh, this guy was as big as your fingernail, almost, in that crouch pose like the yeah. Playmates wow. uh, foot soldier is, exactly like for like in this tiny, you know, little... Um, you know, piece of plastic, and yep. he was just ecstatic, so to speak. So, uh, when you're yeah. getting down to the pointy end like that, yep. finding one of them, it's just you know. And and he's known for it. I remember chatting yeah. with uh, a guy by the name of Isaac, who's one of the bigger. He has a turtles collection that puts mine to shame. Like he is all turtles, and we, we were just chatting, and then I said, "Oh, you into the minis?" I said, "No, no, no," but I know a guy who's big. He's like. That's Steve Reddy, right? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's, he's and Isaac's from you know outside of um, South Australia and stuff. So Steve, Steve's reputation precedes him. Big in the minis, that's right. <laughs> that's an awesome. Glad to hear he had, had he found some gold. Yes, yes, yep. All right, it's competition time. Oh, we, got, yeah. we got a winner to announce. We do. So we got some comics um, donated. Yep, so these were donated by uh, our friend Scotty the Toy Hunter, who will be on next week's episode, if you're keen yeah. to have a listen to him. Can't wait. 
Yeah, and uh, these are the Marvel Collector Core uh, set. This is the full run, uh, 14 uh, um, issues all in all. Uh, Only two have ever actually been opened. The rest are still bagged and boarded up. Um, So it's about uh, doing some research, about $100 worth of comics. And we put up a post saying, all right, these are all obviously Marvel themed, being a Marvel Collector Core thing. How many Marvel Legends does Frank have on his shelf? Have a guess. Closest one to the actual number is our winner. Now, we do have a winner. The actual winner was only two off. Wow. So they've come very, very close. But before we get to that, I want the boys here in the room to have a bit of a guess. They've obviously spent a lot more hours staring at it the most. But how many Marvel Legends... And if you get it right... You don't win the prize, no, no, just no, to be no, clear. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, it was just having a bit of a banter. Uh, I'm going to call out 175. 211. Darren? Oh, I don't know. It's been more since I've seen your collection, Frank, um, <laughs> in person. Um, I'm going to say 250. 250. All right. Well, Darren was the closest because the actual number was 285. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot more in there than you probably realise wow. because we are including all the uh, yep. the carded ones on yep. loan from the Trent Museum. So our winner with guessing 287 was Shirley Kirkman. Oh, yeah. Cool. I know yeah, Shirley. Yeah, you know her? Yes, oh, yes. Awesome. She's in Tamworth. Okay. Yes, yep. yes up yep. in the uh, top end of Queensland. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, congratulations, yep. Shirley. You are a winner. Fantastic. We will be sending... And she will be very excited to, uh, oh, cool. to receive them. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll reach out, get some yep. postal details, and cross our fingers, Australia Post, uh, don't let us down. Yeah. Uh, look, in general, most of the guesses were a bit like you guys were very low. There was a lot in the sort of high 100s, sort of early, um, early 200s. Um, I think after, other than Shirley, the next closest was about 240, somebody guessed. Um, so, yeah. So... Well done. Congratulations. Thank you so much for everyone participating. This is our first competition. Hopefully it won't be our last, but uh, massive thanks to Scott for, uh, you know, for for donating this uh, prize and kicking us off and, um, you know, getting us the ball rolling on uh, something Toy Power hasn't done before. And, um, yeah, this is all about, you know, hoping to gain some new listeners, create a bit of atmosphere, create a bit of excitement and uh, spread the love, you know, from the toy yep, community, yep. Uh, from from us to you, so to speak. So, and also um, give something back to our loyal listeners yeah. and viewers from, from, you know, very early days. For sure, for sure. our journey. Yeah. Uh, we're very, very lucky to have you all, whether you're a new listener or a long-running one. Yeah, well said. All right, well, that's it. That was a great note to end on. Mm. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. As always, appreciate your patronage, and we hope to see you around the toy aisles. Uh, I've just got a shout out to uh, Dave's Video Graveyard for the shout out to Troy Tower Modfast, right? (laughs) Uh, That was just so, so awesome to get a shout out from them. Um, Their most recent episode, they might be planning a payback quiz. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with any any quiz. I feel like Trent's taking this on personally, right? Being the quiz master on the the famous night in question. the cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they 
So they had a you know a bit one, of a one single single question. We we barely won. If we were going to cheat, it would have been a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> I was helping actually. I was helping Davey quite a bit in that quiz. And I think there was, so, there was a moment where Ben we, and I looked at each other, just going, "Oh, can we just give him the win?" Yeah, I just like, I his face is going the same color as his beard because he was so embarrassed at losing. No, like, honestly, I I edit, I did the editing on that episode, and even after the second or so time I listened to it, I was still in hysterics. Derek's listening back to it so I just it was such nah, a fun episode so fun. it was awesome having Casey on Casey brought a wealth of knowledge about uh, you know all those um, yeah, vintage uh, toys, yeah, yeah. fast she food toys and has and she's having and a wealth of success at the moment too for sure she's just yeah. got fruit a uh, thing for fruit trucks which is a How local cool um, chocolate company that uh, men's, you know, yep. from yeah, men's confectionery yeah. yep. so that's uh, well done and uh, listen out for um, uh, Fave's Midio Nave Yard because <laughs> uh, they've got an upcoming Robocop film uh, retrospective and uh, so that's on uh, the Robocop um, the third film I believe and uh, so yeah can't yeah, wait to uh, hear yeah, that shit show so. <laughs> third Robocop film Faye's favourite yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Of the three best of the three. Yeah, number yeah. number. It's where it's when um it's when RoboCop gets a jetpack. So I've, I think that's going to be half the episode, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So, Brilliant. No, uh, I'm teasing. No, we wouldn't be where we are without Dave no. and and his support from his show he he has been sensational to us from day dot you're right um, we wouldn't be where we are we, we'd be because we're winners now so because he had to be the loser so. no I meant that he he's got a lot of listeners now I knew what you meant Darren it's okay it's okay oh dear I, I've done my outro so I'm, I'm not doing it again but um, so I'm just going to pass to you Darren to do your okay. to do your okay, thing well, whenever you're ready whenever we um, we, we love everyone at Dave's Video Graveyard Shift you're all awesome and um, we, we take everything back that we said that was anywhere negative and to all our loyal listeners um, we hope you stay well and take care and until next time Good journey. This has been Choi Tower Mod <laughs> Listen out for uh, Casey's video, Paul Yard. <laughs> you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.